You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Paul Alcott of Kings North. Did you like the seamless jingle there? That's good. I'm not did from you, Kings North. Did you, know, <laughs> did you know you had your own jingle now? Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Spoiling me. So, you're back in the studio with me and Baz. Yay! What does it feel like? Oh, same as last time. A bit what? smelly and a bit damp. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, he does wash. Well, well I did this time last year, so it is about Christmas again. Christmas, so we're, we're isn't it? Yeah. It's the annual bath time. It's the annual bath time. We've got loads coming up today. we got uh, Paul's going to uh, premiere his, uh, is that the right word? his single today, which is going to be on iTunes soon. Yes, iTunes and Amazon and some other places. Oh, it's cool. You're going to put it in Amazon, are you? Yeah. How are you going to get there? I don't know. It's going to be tax-free anyway. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and, um, I'll buy two. We, <laughs> yeah. We've also got the newspapers. What's going on in the newspapers? We've got your top ten Christmas health issues, which is very dear oh, to dear. me being a hypochondriac. <laughs> Um, is it, got your is top this 100? the top, top ten of what's happened to you this year? <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah not, okay. I don't know about the turkey one, but yeah. Um, we've also got, uh, we've got Joe from... Uh, Joe, Joe Kilburn from yes. The Knock-On Effect. Hopefully will be available to uh, have a chat to us about what that's all about later After on. nine o'clock, mm-hmm. yeah, excellent. Um, we've got some tunes, and I tried to plan the show out today. Big mistake. Well, <laughs> I just spent like hours and hours, and how do people plan shows? Because I just like do a bit of this, do a bit of that, and I wing it all up for it, mainly uh, like my whole life, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I give up. All I do know is that at 9.34, we will be playing, well, we will be playing a beat song, and then Rankin Roger is going to be is going to be calling us. Whoa. And we're going to be taking his call. Brilliant. I mean, that, that to me, is going to be very exciting. I mean, me and you are of a very similar age. We are. Only in, in numbers, though. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we grew up with the beat and scar and rock and stuff, didn't we? We did, indeed, yeah, I know. It's going to take us right back to our track. Right back to our right. roots, yeah, man. As, as he says. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll play a beat song now, actually. Just, this is one that was released. If Pete, if Pete was here, he would tell us what year, what month, what day it was released from his big Pretty much. brain that he's got in his head. He's also emailed us this morning. Shall I read it out to That's you? That's quick. My name is... Oh, no, no, that's the, <laughs> no, that's the other one. Uh, he, he did email in. Uh, Peter Street. Sorry, mate, I won't be in this morning. Been, mm. I- been a bit ill in the night. We'll be listening, though. Do you think it was that, um, those nuts he had? Could have been. Did you have any? No, uh, I had, I had the, the honey-coating ones. I had one. Anyway, we're going to go in with Best Friend now. This is something that was released, I think, in the uh, 80s, maybe late 70s, even. Looking at Paul, he didn't know. Mike, this is Best Friend by the Beat. Rankin Roger joins us later. Do it! Again. 
Paul just admitted he hated this when he was a little girl. Isn't that true, mate? No. You said you didn't like it. I, no, I didn't like any of this stuff. I neither confirm nor deny that. I hope, I hope Rankin Roger didn't hear you, because he might get you. There's a red light on over there. We're not sure whether you're winding me up. No, 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 no. <laughs> not that How many times have you been here? Well, not that he ever, Andy, Andy never winds me up. No. Sometimes he pretends the red light's on and then swears, and then I look shocked. So I thought he was Hang doing on, what do you mean? <laughs> I never swear. I was brought up in you, a church. You did last year. Did I? Yeah, just before we went on air. I remember you oh, I said ones. flipping blimmin' egg. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did, didn't that, I? That was, and we noted that down and said, you said you would never do it again. Never you repented again. for 12 months. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. And then Father Andrew... You ch- he chastised me. you and stuff. Oh, he did, yeah. Have <laughs> you ever been chastised? <laughs> Not by Father Andrew. <laughs> Where's this going oh, today? <laughs> so, good morning to you all on the 22nd of December at nine minutes past eight. Although, by the time you, you'll hear this, it will be uh, ten minutes past eight. That's how it works in technology. Um, how many more days? Three more days till Christmas. Oh, Are you ready, boys? Not long. I'm Almost. excited. I'm looking forward to Christmas this I year. I am as well. Mm. I, I, I need Christmas this year. I do. Need the break. Yeah. We all do. Everyone's stressed. Yeah. yeah. What's um, Santa going to bring you? I have no idea. Seriously? Uh, a day off. Yeah. One day true. off. <laughs> no, I get, uh, two, I get Boxing Day as well. What do you mean? You've finished work now. You decided I've finished work and that's it. No, look, like, I've now got another couple of little bits to do over the, um, oh, over the Christmas you break. Oh, you your bids. Mm. No, is it, this is proper work. This is like what, like digging holes? No, 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 no <laughs> I, I don't do goals anymore. I gave oh, that no, up last no, week. Not after the incident. It's not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've got a bit, bit of work to do so I can get a bit more time off in the new year. What is this work? I just did some design stuff. Oh, check yeah. you out. Oh, I prefer the digging holes. Yeah, I do. It's, oh, it's a lot more easier. Yeah, you don't have to think yeah. about it. Hurts your back, man. <laughs> I, well, I've done my digging holes stuff around this year. I went around this place. Oh, he did, yeah, yeah. He did help me put a lean to it. I've seen the pictures. Yes. So, have you noticed anything about me, Paul? Yes. What? Wearing a t-shirt. But no, um, check me out. Oh, he's got... Oh, he's got a t-shirt on. Is that the beat? No. Oh, no. No, wait. You're fat. No, I'm not fat. <laughs> I've lost a stone and a half. Blimey. I'm now 14 stone exactly. I was 13, 12 in the week. Fantastic. And then I had a curry and it went up. Fantastic. Yeah, you came on that for a How bit. How you achieve that? I can see you've got no hair. That's where half it's gone. Well, exactly. No, I've, um... I've been... I've started running and I've started uh, doing s- a bit of weights. Not to the extent with the runaholic over here. I haven't run for ages. I saw you'd been running. Oh. I had a mental picture in my mind. <laughs> like this. <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is probably a bit cruel. It is I'm, cruel. You know. But, I, you know, I respect that <laughs> completely. Um, I've, I've also given... Well, I gave up wheat and dairy for sort of uh, six weeks. No, and that, that did it, really. And now I've introduced it back in a little bit. Um... And it, really, I, I stay in it fourteen stone. So if I put mm. a bit of if I put a bit of effort into losing weight now, then I'm sure I can get it down even further. Good man, good man. I bet you feel better for it now. Yeah, you? definitely. Excellent. I watched. A f- I was just thinking. Then I watched. We watched a film the other day. I think it was called Click. Have you seen that? Um, I don't think so. Oh, Any- it was. It was with. Um, oh, who was it with? The guy. Oh, I can't remember his name, but he's uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, yes. And basically, he, he, he becomes really, really obese. And then, uh, he loses all this weight, and he's got this flap that's like, <laughs> <laughs> like this. And he's in hospital, and his wife comes in, who's left him and now married someone else. And he just, while she's, he's talking to her, he's going like this with this flap. And she goes, can you just, can you just stop that, please? <laughs> It's worth watching the film just for that bit, because it's just so comical. <laughs> and I laugh. Do you know what it is to laugh like that, Barry? No. Don't mm. laugh like that. Ever? No. Not since... 
No. Well, not since ever. Not since really? you had your flap taken off. <laughs> well, there is that, yes. Oh, wow. yeah. But it was quite funny too. I mean, it, it looked real as well. I mean, how they did it, it just looked real. And he sat there talking, doing this with his flap. That's not good. Oh. So have you got one? No, not anymore. No, no, my, I'm, I'm quite, I've done it slowly. Good. Mm-hmm. So you like a lot of things. A loose skin. Hmm, exactly. So, you are both ready for Christmas now, are you? Yeah, most ish, mm. sort of. Oh, I could, Mr. Scrooge over here. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, 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 I think I've got. We we were ready until uh, Mr. Okado came and delivered, and you know, when they do the internet deliveries and tell, then tell Mr. Okado, yeah, he ain't your bank manager, is he? No, no, he, he does the food delivery. Oh, I, I thought I just made that quite clear. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, but it doesn't um, mean he's not the bank manager because he could do that as a side. That's line. true. <laughs> that that is a true story. Yeah. Um, then they came because normally I do some sort of like mulled wine and stuff on Christmas Eve. What that uh, you make? Yeah. Okay. And so we thought this year, make it nice and easy, because they, uh, they, they, were, they were selling it at something like £3.50 a bottle. That's a I'm like, well, that's cheaper than buying a bottle of wine and the, all, all the ingredients. It is. It is. Nice and easy. Lemon so squeezy. So they came to the door and said, here we go, we've got everything you wanted except for... Uh, any, of, any of it. Oh, the mulled wine. It's like, oh. oh. Right, well, you could have bought me five bottles of normal wine then and some kit, and I would have made it up. So, oh. Mr. Okay, is that the bloke's name? No, it's a company. What company is this, then? Could we call it Okado. Yeah, but what do they do? I've never heard of them. Deliver they food. deliver food. <laughs> so, um, food? What is Stuck this food? Stuck in Groundhog Day. What is this food <laughs> you're talking about? <laughs> is this the stuff that enters your mouth? <laughs> I don't know where you put yours. That's why I mine. I don't know where he puts it. I'll tell you what, I'm feeling Christmassy. Are you feeling Christmassy? I am now. Talking well, about great food and no bowl. I quite like a tune to make me feel Christmassy. Should we have a bit of ELP? Go on, then. Go on, mate. Quite literally. Let's do a bit of ELP. Let us rock. I believe in Father... I'll stop talking like this. I believe in Father Christmas. Do you? I asked you a question. Yes. Okay. How about you? Bye. Okay. (laughs) They said there'll be snow at Christmas They said there'll be peace on earth But instead it just kept on raining Bale of tears for the virgin birth I remember one Christmas morning A winter's light and a distant choir The peal of a bell and that Christmas tree smell And eyes full of tinsel and
Christmas I wish you a brave year I wish pain and sadness Leave your heart and let your road be clear They said there'd be snow at Christmas They said there'd be peace on earth Hallelujah, no, there'll be heaven or hell The Christmas we get we deserve Just beautiful. I feel like Christmas in I do as well. I mean, that, that is a great song, isn't it? Mm. I love ABBA. What, I know you're not Pete Street, but what year was that from? That's old, isn't it? That's got to be 72? Mm. 73. Is it? Look it up on your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's having a problem to, today. He hasn't got his laptop with him. Technological problem. What was that? Yeah, one of them. Okay. And um, he's basically having problems because he's got an iPad with him and he's not, clearly never used them before. <laughs> <laughs> And it locked itself out just now, and he couldn't work out how to unlock itself no, in. That's right, I've hit it really I've, hard. I've, I've, sw- I've switched it all off. Have you switched it off? Yeah. All the pr- protection? No, I put the child protection on because I thought he needed it. Well, exactly. <laughs> Have you ever had your protection turned off? Yes. <laughs> Many a time. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've got children. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, you also have to lower the tone. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, so indeed, it is three days towards Christmas. Should we read some of this new stuff, or should we go into the top ten Christmas health risks? Let's do, let's do number one. Okay. I don't know if this is in, like, in reverse order. Probably not. Um, it says here, top. let's do two of them. Top ten Christmas health risks. Don't let it be turkey is number one. Don't wash it before cooking. I didn't know that. The majority of us do, and that simply risks spreading harmful bacteria over workshops. If you have... Workshops? Why are you doing your turkey <laughs> in the workshop? I wouldn't want to come around your house for Christmas dinner. <laughs> you got to prepare the turkey in the workshop. <laughs> Yeah, with the gas gun. Oh, hang on, it says work tops <laughs> here. Yeah. I just mis- misread that. Oh, I thought you were trying to be funny. No, I wasn't. Yeah. It never. If you have bought a frozen bird... What about your turkey? <laughs> then make sure it's fully defrosted with no ice crystals inside. So that's that's quite serious. You can get quite ill, can't you? You can. Turkey. Yeah. It says here, highlights and lowlights is number two. It may look festive, but dragging a tree, plastic or wooden, into your living room and covering it with electric lights and tiny glass baubles is, is asking for trouble. And when they say it like that, if you just say, why would anyone do that? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, it says here, according to the Royal Society for the Prevention of Accidents, a.k.a. ROSPA, around 1,000 people visit A&E after calamities with their tree and 350 problems... With Christmas lights. So, what? So, I've had a problem with me lights, I'm just nipping up A&E. <laughs> no, that works. <laughs> well, you might get lose your temper and, I don't know, get cross. Lick them and then get ele- yeah. electrocuted. Yeah, yeah I, w- I wouldn't recommend licking them, unless you've got the proper LED ones. Well, that's why, see, I think the LED yeah. ones are safer. They're an all-round much better solution because they use less power. Uh, you don't have to worry about the bulbs going and then working out where they've gone. 
I mean, oh, if you, has that yes. ever happened to oh, you? Oh, yeah. They've gone out. Right, and you take them. It's always the last one. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't keep checking them after you No, got to exactly. One I know. <laughs> I wondered if you'd pick that one up. I would do, yeah. yeah. It's always about February by the time I fix it. <laughs> I found it! Yes! I don't care, it's not Christmas, but put it back up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so the LED ones are very good, actually, and we've um, we've put a couple around our house. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, so I could see it from the Space. seven miles away that I've driven tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Google Earth. <laughs> Yes, yes, they're all LEDs as well. Very so good. you know they're very low powered, and yet when you when it's dark in the middle of the night, uh, well they go off at ten now because they were keeping Stuart awake. <laughs> Kevin, Dad, Dad, can you uh, can you set the lights off an hour earlier because I can't sleep? So three planes land in the garden. <laughs> yeah, but they do light up the whole forecourt. You know, it's amazing. You live in a garage. Well, you know. <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> we'll do some more of those in a bit. So, Barry, if you want to pick up the next two, when we do the next two... I'll pick them up. Oh, that would be lovely. Wow. Um, I've got a job and everything. I'm so excited. I'll put them down Yeah. So, it says here that Steve Jobs' high-tech yacht has been impounded over a bill dispute. Um, they won't get it back, he's dead. Well, they won't get it back, <laughs> and also, <clears throat> I suppose he can afford to buy it when he charges £26 for a piece of rubber with a bit of plastic to go around your iPhone, <laughs> which I was gobsmacked at yesterday. <laughs> I actually... You were not gobsmacked. That, that would mean that you weren't ranting and raving about it. I did rant and rave. I just... You did? I, I just... A lot. Pulled it off the shelf, looked at it and went, 26 quid? Are you having a effing and jeffing? And then walked out. But I downloaded the app because what I wanted to do was pay for it and walk out without any any interaction with a human being. <laughs> uh, but of course I couldn't do that. Is that called Amazon? Yeah, it is. And mm. I went on eBay in the end. But uh, Yeah, so it says here that uh, Venus... The minimalist high-tech yacht commissioned by the late Apple founder Steve Jobs has become embroiled in a row, a row even, over a disputed bill. That was a joke then, if you'd have called it a row. It's it would have been funny, there'd have been a, yeah. a pun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Check me with me puns. Do you like my puns? They're lovely. Thank you. French designer Philip Stark claims Mr. Jobs' heirs still owe him €3 million Euros of a €9 million Euro fee for the project. According to Dutch paper... Uh, according to a Dutch paper... Mr. Stark <laughs> called in the debt collectors and had the yachts... Of, how does that work? It had it in pain. I mean, what would be like, uh, knock on the door, ding-dong, summon at the door, love, you know, <laughs> hello. Yeah, we've come to get your, lot, your yacht, love, all right? Just uh, clear it out, we're coming to get your yacht. Perhaps they've clamped it. They could have clamped it, yeah, yeah. Can we take uh, goods to the value of uh, three million pounds? Well, I've got this necklace. That's a queen. Uh, the Port of Amsterdam confirmed that the boat is not allowed to leave. Uh, Jerome Ranzin, spokesman for the Port of Amsterdam, told the BBC... The boat is brand new, but there is a €3 million euro claim on it. Um, the parties will have to fight it out. Can you imagine that as well? It's like with guns and stuff. That's got to cool. be some boat, isn't idea. it, for €9 million. Euros. Well, what, how much did yours cost, Baronian? Well, it was just shy of six million. It was. It's obviously not to that standard. No, you didn't have the uh, didn't have the extra engine fitted to make no, it work. No, and, and and that second uh, second radar. I just thought you that was overkill. Why do you need it, man? I mean, well, them docks take some navigating. They I do. mean, Paul will tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, they do, don't they, Paul? Yeah, you go careful around my docks. <laughs> I just I just borrow Paul now, put him on the front, and he just tells me where to go. Like a little Smurf. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's like a Smurf dude, Titanic. I'm not blue. Oh, not not anymore. No, I'm short and German. Exactly. Or the elf dream. <laughs> um, so I think it's time it's time for us to do an advert break, um, which is funny because I uh, don't have them queued up at all in any way whatsoever. So what we'll do is we could we'll do go, our own. We could do our, our own adverts. Should we, should we, we could do that. Yeah. You're listening to the Seven More Breakfast Show with Andy, Paul, and Basington on Seven FM. Did you like that? That's good. Thank you. Don't worry. 
My dad runs his own business and is really not happy with his current web hosting provider. That was until he found Soft Data Internet Limited. At Soft Data Internet Limited, they offer great value for money with some of the best web hosting packages available in the UK. They are a local firm and provide their customers with the very best support. This is what makes them different. Soft Data provides you with all the services you need to register, host, design, and develop the website that you want. Soft Data Internet Limited are nominate registrars and can hold and register your domain for you. Try them today by visiting www.softdata.co.uk or call them on Gloucester 552-799. You won't be sorry. My dad's much happier now he's found Soft Data Internet, which means me and my mum are happier too. A late night recipe. Slice some chips and put in the deep fat fryer. Fall asleep in front of the late film. Wake up. Leave pan on hob and don't attempt to move it. Do not pour water onto oil. Turn hob off if possible and get out of the house. Stay out and call 999. Fire kills. You can prevent it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. I can do some other stuff now and then it stops how long is that song that's not very long is it's it? two minutes and seven seconds long and that's the length of it well <laughs> don't, the, don't these artists realize that we need some like more time to have a chat well, and stuff exactly when um, we're messing about on the river paul's u- username on twitter and I stuff no that's disgusting why have you s- paul ryan alcock 
Yes. That's your name. That it is your name. It's not genuinely my name. It just looks weird when you type it all in one string. It does look weird. It looks rude. It yes, does, it does. But I didn't How would? I shouldn't have said because people will now go and uh, attach to your don't, Twitter account. Don't follow me. No, don't follow him. He didn't do anything <laughs> apart from when he's down the docks messing with messing about on the river. Yeah. See, I was going to include you in a tweet now, and I just I d- no. You can you do. Then you would make no. you feel wrong. No, you can do. Filthy. I'm not. I, I can't condone that, guys. I'm really sorry. There's just no need for it. Um, I think it's time that we um, we probably uh, made play- some sense. Well, we made some sense. Yeah, I think um, I was just looking here about the winter solace. So it says here that solstice. It, yeah, that's the one, and the, and the solstice. <laughs> Which solstice would you like, tomato? <laughs> um, thousands have gathered at Stonehenge in the UK to mark the winter solstice and key Mayan sites in Central America to mark the end of the Mayan calendar. The date, twenty first of December, twenty twelve. Uh, was, as some believed, the end of the long count calendar of the Mayan civilization. So this is a big thing. So we've got um, we've got Nick, who's going to uh, who's going to tell us all about it. Stonehenge at dawn, and five thousand people turned up to and celebrate the winter solstice. Five times more than last year. It seems twenty first century druids, like the ancient Mayans, also believe in cycles of time. The thing I expect to happen today, apart from this wonderful gathering, is the birth of a new age. And hopefully, let's go into the new age with uh, new ideas and new thought processes that don't involve destroying the planet on which we live. But what would happen at 11.11 this morning UK time when the Mayan cycle was due to end? Would the world end as well? No, was the answer. Live television coverage showed the ceremonies in the Mayan heartland in Mexico continued uninterrupted, except for a poorly timed phone call. If they were disappointed by the anticlimax in the French town of Bougarache, it didn't show. The local mountain was supposed to be a safe haven if the world ended, with aliens poised to whisk New Age believers to safety. The aliens never turned up. At least, not the real ones. Mick Hyam, BBC News. I mean, that is just crazy, I think, to be honest. It's, it's, did you think the world was going to end? No. <clears throat> I was sat in a, in, a, in a cafe bar in Aztec yesterday, meeting somebody uh, for a meeting, and um, somebody said, the world's ending in a minute. I went, you're joking. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> Hang on, I've ordered a coffee. I'd want to be people that are close to me. I want to nip around and see what Bar's doing. <laughs> I mean, sorry, the family. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did find that bizarre, though, that, uh, I mean, to be honest, though, one in ten people, it says here, one in ten people uh, was concerned and anxious that the 21st of December marked the end of the world. The ancient Mayans predicted this doomsday, and the press is eating it all up. But there are all, where are all the believers um, that the world will end in 2012 is the most widely disseminated doomsday tale in human history, thanks to the internet, Hollywood, and the never-eager press corps. Do you know, I did see a Core. funny funny cartoon of a couple of Mayan guys, one of them chipping away at his calendar. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this one? And the other guys obviously came up to him and he said, you fancy a beer? And the guy chipping the calendar says, well, I was going to finish this, but I don't suppose it's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, fantastic, fantastic. If you want to get in touch with us today, you can do this by a number of many ways of doing so. You can make telephonic contact by ringing this number, 01452 348... Yeah? What is it? 
A five double five. Thank you. It's not five 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 or five triple five. It's three four eight five double five. So you can give us a call and uh, we'll talk to you. Or they, you can actually do something else. You can. What else can they do, man? Well, they could tw- uh, tweet us. They mm-hmm. could uh, go on um, at uh, go on to Twitter dot com and follow us at, at Seven FM. Mm-hmm. They go on Facebook forward slash uh, Facebook dot com forward slash Seven FM. You could uh, I don't know, text us. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Type in the word Seven FM without a space. Follow it by a space and, and your message to eight oh eight oh nine. That sounds like a good way. It does. Um, email me. Email us. Mm. You know, studio at seven FM dot com. Yeah. Um, send a pigeon. You know, we've got the new Centre pigeon. pigeon. Is that like a new? Oh, send us a pigeon. Oh, send us a. We've pigeon. got the new that new pigeon loft installed. Oh, we have. Yeah, with, with that the... grant from <laughs> pigeons.com. Exactly, we did. We did. Um, Who would have thought so? You know. So yeah, you can send us a pigeon, or just come down the studio. Downside is that you have to bring us a bacon butty, but yes. you know. Oh, absolutely. I didn't have any breakfast. Didn't I you? love a bacon butty. Are, are you uh, swimming after? No, you can come and have a coffee and a bacon butty if you want. That, we have we I have, have a, we have a hot date. We'll, we'll let you come You're in. Not going to make me get any hot to begin. We don't have it. No, you, you have, have a senior. Like you have a senior management meeting. Sorry, yeah, we have a senior <laughs> management meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Members of the board, do you like a bit of Allard? Not salad. <laughs> Not salad, you're all right. I what? said Allard. Singing. What, as in Mr. Jones? Yeah, Lake. I heard a story about him Go on, yesterday that he turned up to a um, WI big Christmas do thing a couple of years ago or something. And he was really, really moody. Yeah. Wouldn't come out of his room because well, the, he, he wasn't sat exactly where he wanted to be. Oh, and and the, 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 the stuff in his room wasn't quite right. And, and he wouldn't really talk to anybody. Divas. Divas. taken out the blue M&Ms. I hate it when they do that. Is that, are there blue M&Ms? I have no idea. I think there are. Yeah. But isn't that, that that cliched, you know, when you're a rock star, you have to have these funny demands, so you want em- a certain colour of the M&M's know, taken out. And what, what, what's, what's your right? Well, They're right, right all they? the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you, you want them put in. I'm just glad I get money. Exactly. We should put you in touch with um, the agent for EMF, who was uh, very impressed with our breakfast show last week. Oh, yeah, well, Very good, tweeting and good telling man. us. He did invite us for a drink to meet him afterwards. Really? Um, yeah, but I'm... when we tried to get in to Gloucester it was so busy and we couldn't park anywhere so we had to come home well I couldn't go because I, I, I was in Panto yeah, he was uh, hang on whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> hold the bus yeah, old Mother Hubbard <laughs> you were <laughs> you were in Panto I was I didn't I haven't read or seen this well, you, I don't know why you've been hiding there. Well, yeah, you, well, you should see. Well, in a minute, we'll play this song. Why don't you show him the video? Uh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to. Why didn't you show him? I was can like, you show I'm him not on a, I could, I could. You can put do it on there. Yes. Well, yeah. while, we're, we're, while we're having a laugh, because it's what we do. Uh, well, while you guys are out there uh, kept this listening quiet, to really. Alan Jones, we'll be watching uh, Barry. In fact, we should get, put it on the Seven FM website. I think at some point, definitely get get on and do that. So this is our Alan. Um, he's walking in the air. Apparently, he's got a deeper voice though now, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a real isn't it?
thank you for your support of 7FM throughout the year. In 2013, we want to become bigger and better, working hard to be your voice in your community of Gloucester. Please spread the 7FM word, real radio made by real people right here at the heart of Gloucester. From all of us here at 7FM, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I love scented candles, don't you? I put them everywhere. White jasmine and mint, spiced orange, cherry blossom. They make my home so warm and welcoming. But these ones I got yesterday, all I can smell now is burnt plastic, ashen walls and the embers of what used to be my beautiful home. Fire can spread in seconds. Never leave candles or any naked flame unattended anywhere in your home. Fire kills. You can prevent it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Yes, indeed. It's You're back with Andy, Paul and Barry on the 7 Ball Breakfast Show. We are here today for your pleasure. At your pleasure. <laughs> Is that true? You should be Always. at, you should be at some, um, your majesty's pleasure. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> Bar, give us a read. Give us uh, give us number three and four in the old uh, top ten Christmas health risks. Well, the things that you should really be careful of. Yeah. In this uh, festive period. Yeah. Well, you've got to be careful of going of not going up in smoke. That line of uh, tea lights flickering on the window ledge. Oh, yeah. Won't seem such a good idea if your curtains are set ablaze, will it? Candles cost more than a thousand house fires and several deaths every year. Fairy lights, decorations, and even Christmas cards are also a fire hazard. How is wow. a Christmas card a fire hazard? Well, well if you set so fire to it, it is. Some of the humour on them is, is really sort of hot, you know. So <laughs> <Really>? The <laughs> fire's <laughs> a thing to have it. Yeah. Did there. yeah, I like that, <laughs> mate. You're, you're on fire. Oh. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll be a risk myself. Yes. And also, mind your step. There are more accidental falls in December and traffic accidents with bad weather and short daylight hours both playing a part. Snow and ice can be a lethal opponent to even the fittest individual, Paul, and the best drivers. Uh, no, yeah, no, fit. No. Oh, that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Last winter, there were 76 deaths due to being exposed to the cold. 25 fatalities caused by falling on ice or snow, and one death involving ice skates. That's shocking, that, isn't it? Something that you do for pleasure that kills you. I mean, that's even worse. Or is that better? Doing something that you actually like doing, and that being the last thing mm, you're doing. I'm not sure it's better, Bar. I'd rather be alive, granted, but oh, if, if you're going to die... <clears throat> I think dying doing anything is probably a bit of a bummer, isn't it, really? Oh. Yeah, but it is inevitable, you know. It at, is. At some point. Yeah, we are, that's one thing we are all guaranteed to do. It is. Well, I'm not. I, I'm special. Oh, because you're a superhuman? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, of course, so oh, Jesus over there. Oh, please don't tell me he's going to live forever. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's scary. <laughs> it's frightening. Oh, my word. Talking of heavy rain... Um... <laughs> 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 Talking of heavy rain, which we weren't, it says here, heavy rain, I mean, this is quite horrible, actually. Heavy rain could add to Christmas getaway disruption. Rail passengers and motorists are facing further disruption due to signalling failures on the rail networks and continued wet weather. It's hard to believe that in England, you know, we shouldn't be prepared for this because we just have normally lovely weather just all year round. Catches that every time. It does, isn't it? Doesn't it? rain come yeah. out of nowhere. I know. A severe flood warning is in place in Helston, Cornwall, where 190 residents have been advised to leave their homes. Paddington Rail Services, including heat connections to Heathrow, are now restored after a fault, but there is still severe disruption in Brighton uh, as well. Heavy rain forecast for today is likely to flood roads in many areas, and we'll do the weather in a bit. But that's, I mean, flooding is never good at any time, but at a time when you're meant to be having a, you know, enjoying yourself and celebrating and drinking yep. and eating. Unless you've got a canoe. 
I got a boat. Oh, there you go. You're all right. What are you moaning about? We'll get in, we can all get in that for Christmas Day. Yeah, that'd be nice. We could have a. Well, it'd be old hat for you, wouldn't it? Be just like with your day job, just getting in a boat, drinking. I'm always passing on. Take a little camping stove, bottle of brandy. Take you what? Take a little camping stove. We'll cook a turkey. Got a camping stove? I'll be all right. Don't wash it. I don't think. Yeah, throw it trying to cook it with a camping stove. Don't wash it. Well, oh. thanks for the cheerful news this morning, everyone. Yeah. So does that mean I could get out of going up north? Uh, you're going up north? Oh, this old thing down south, wasn't it? More north than Tewkesbury? Bit more, just just about <laughs> two, three hours more north, yeah. yeah more than that, more, when, we, when we went up there together in our road trip that we did, oh, sure. to get the, ma- the gypsy That made me laugh van. reading about that. It was, oh. you, were, you were posting your updates. It was, yeah. it was like some was Rod, and, Rod and Del Boy experience. <laughs> <laughs> But a sitcom in that. Say that, because we were talking yesterday about going back up north, weren't we? Oh, yeah. And um, I looked up the train prices. 350 quid. Yeah, yeah we're not doing that. For th- that's for the three of us. <laughs> Pete, you're driving. Oh, oh uh, yeah, but... Yeah, but no, but... But Pete, I'm, you're driving. Yeah, I'm thinking I might just... Yeah. Ni- we might just nick, the, nick our blue car. Get the Cortina out. No. We'll get up in the Cortina. 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 Fire up the Quattro. Fire up the Quattro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never so watched that, by the way. That's the only kind of <laughs> What? Watch what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what um, are you going up north for this time? Well, there's. Well, if you could, we could invite you in. <laughs> we could. Yes. I can't go to the north anymore. I've been banned. Oh, you're not allowed after the incident, <laughs> no. are you? I'm going to have to get my own table, aren't I? You are. Yeah. Definitely. What, so, what are you going Can you say what you, I, I should have. There's a. Um, explain. Every, every year, I, my, my dad always goes to this sportsman's dinner up in Carlisle. Right. And, um, and so, every year, go up and it's. it's for, I found out it's the first Sunday in March. So, that's when it is. Oh, it's nothing it. to do with Christmas then. No, no, nothing to do with Christmas. Oh, we see. No, not um, in March. No. Well, having just it finishes, seen a... even though your lights aren't fixed by then. Having <laughs> 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 you... just seen a video of you dancing on YouTube, I don't think you'd make it into anything with sportsman's in the title, would you? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a point there, Matt. Yeah, he's, he's right. Got, he's he's got got right, but there's no need to say it. Though, is there? <laughs> it's one of these things we're all thinking it, and that's fine, you know. But there's no need to come out there and just put it out there in the open. <laughs> Can we get that video up? <laughs> yeah, we, I think funny. we should get it out on there somewhere. Hold it up to the hold up to the camera. I think you should change the music behind it, though. We're going to find some appropriate music yeah. behind it. Yeah. <laughs> what, the flumps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, let's play another this tune. This once-a-year presenter comes in, you know. <laughs> Come around here with his big, his big ideas. <laughs> ideals. My yeah. Gert ideals. He's out in his flash car. Get out. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I uploaded this song yesterday. Um, I've watched the video to it as well. It's Will I Am, or as he was christened, William. <laughs> Yeah, Bernard, <laughs> featuring Britney Spears. But she's F's and Jeff's in it, so I've had oh, to... Yeah, we've oh. had to duplicate. So instead of her saying the word that she says, we we duplicate the previous word that she says. You probably wouldn't notice. What, 7FM? No, she didn't say 7FM. She, she wouldn't to do that, though, to be honest. But anyway, let's have a listen now. Bring the action. When you have this in the club, you gotta check turn the up. You gotta check turn the up. You gotta check turn the up. When we up in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. See the boys in the club. They're watching us. They're watching us. They're watching us. Everybody in the club. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out and scream and shout and let it out. We say it all. 
and shout and let it all out and scream and shout and let it out. We say no, we are, we are, we are. You are now, now rocking with Will I Am in Bring the action. Rock and roll. Everybody, let's lose control. All the bottom, we let it go. Going fast, we ain't going slow. No, no, hey, yo. Hear the beat, now let's hit the flow. Drink it up and then drink some more. Light it up and let's let it blow, blow, blow. Hey, yo. Rock it out, rocking out. If you know what we talking about, turn it up and burn down the house. Half, half, hey, yo. Turn it up and don't turn it down. Here we go, we gon' shake the ground. Cause everywhere that we go, we bring the action. When you hear this in the club, you gotta jump, turn it up. You gotta jump, turn it up. You gotta jump, turn it up. When we up in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. You see them girls in the club? They looking at us. They looking at us. They looking at us. Everybody in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us, all eyes on us. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout and let it out. We saying oh, we oh, we oh, we oh. We saying oh, we oh, we oh, we oh. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout and let it out. We saying oh. Brittany, we, uh, we we bleeped out all the swearing. Yes. Well done. It's quite a good song, actually, isn't it? It's all right, actually. It's okay. And you were saying how attractive you thought uh, Will I Am is. Yeah. Brittany, I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's, um, 
And she's been around. She's, she's, she's grown up. She's sixteen. <laughs> been around in the music industry. She wouldn't. Before, it sounds worse. Yeah. Eh? So just, <laughs> so just shut up. <laughs> but no. Before that, she in was on the, the Mickey. Well, she is on the Mickey Mouse stuff. Wasn't she? she was on yeah. Disney Channel. She was Not on the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> she's on the Mickey Mouse. Stuff. No, I she am, was on the. You know, doing the. She Mickey. was. Yeah. So yeah. She, and her in uh, Justin Timberlake, wasn't it? Uh, yes. So yes. they both become stars, really, from that. And Christina. Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Uh, isn't there some rivalry between those two? Christina uh, and No, Brent. there isn't some rivalry. There's quite a lot of rivalry, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So if yeah. you had the chance to um, take one out for a meal, which one would you take out, Justin? Christina. Oh. Uh, which one? Christina. Why? Oh, because have you, see, have, you, have you seen the videos that she does? Yeah, I know, but that's, really that's not a restaurant, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but no, it'd be quite nice to talk. I'll tell you, I'm not going out for a meal with you if that's the sort of thing you're going to start doing at the table. <laughs> no, it'd be quite nice to have a talk to her about her experiences and what she thought Mr. Kirby, would you put that cracker down, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the knife and the bottle. <laughs> yeah, I take your point, but um, she's not all real, is she? All of her isn't real. Which bits of her are... Well... <laughs> there's, a, there's that problem with the left toe. <laughs> Yeah, okay. A single left turn. Probably ought to move on from this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is now 8.51 on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. It's the 22nd of December. Just this time last year, we were actually on the FM frequency, but we haven't got enough money to do that now. Mm. But don't worry. We're in the paper. Where's when? Um... Wednesday. What did they say? That we didn't have money to do the FM broadcast. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> we haven't. Did they, like, laugh and point? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Much. But don't worry, because we are on the internet. Even though we are Ooh. serving South Gloucester, well, we're serving Gloucester and the surrounding communities, we are serving the world, across the world and on the internet. This is 7FM. Check yeah. Good, sounds good. We should get you to do a couple of... Um, Jingles, probably. Yeah, you should. This is Paul. Uh, this is Paul from Monkey Face. <laughs> and you're listening to 7FM. Yeah, so he's he's paying for it. Well, that well, well done. <laughs> yeah, you just want my money. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. No, just your voice. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Should we do a bit more news? So, have you heard about this insurance stuff and how we have now been told by another country, another continent, well, it's the same continent, I suppose. Another group of countries. Yes. That uh, we've got to just sort our life out with the insurance stuff. So, it says here that millions of people will see the price of insurance policies change following fresh rules that have now come into force. New European rules mean insurers will no longer be able to make a customer's gender or uh, take a customer's gender into account when calculating their premiums. The changes mean that women are likely to see their car insurance costs go up. I mean, that's how dare some other country tell us what to do? We're EU. British. Yeah. We're, we're, an, we're an island. We've got island mentality. Our women are better drivers, allegedly. Who told you that? That's, well, that's what this is all about. I know. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? Let us know. Why don't somebody, why doesn't a lady give us a call on... Uh, lady! A lady! A give lady. us a call on Gloucester, 01452 348555. If you ring us now, we'll put you straight out. You can tell us your opinion on whether you think male or female drivers are better. We have our opinion in here, boys, don't we? Yeah, us three boys in the male studio have our <coughs> male opinion <laughs> on what we think about that. But there, yeah. is, there is a general, um, and I use this generally... Uh, aspirationally and all that type of words that I can use. Yeah. Um, that uh, men have better... Um, Special awareness. Yes. 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 Well, so it, it's not... Uh it's like not. It's, a, it's, it's, it's not a myth. No, Did fact. you say spatial awareness yeah. or special? I thought you said special awareness for a few seconds. Well, we have spatial awareness too, but, that, but, that, but that's different. Uh, but no, blokes do have better spatial awareness. Mm. Um, 
and it's uh, statistically it's proven that blokes now I'm going to get shot down for saying this are generally better drivers mm. but blokes have more accidents because there's generally more blokes on the road driving. yes thank you thank you uh, thank you oh, statistics thing then isn't yeah. it yeah they're tweaking but, your statistics yeah so, but what insurance does is turn an accident he's turned around and say well women can get better deals because there's less of them on the road and some some of them are, they tend to drive slower so they can then uh, make their own risk models accordingly and that's what insurance is all about is the balance of risk against payout and um and so blokes are gonna they're gonna pay out more for blokes in general and that's just one of their factors they're taking charge um so now they've taken that away so what, what they're gonna do now they've got to they've got to discriminate somehow because un- uh, I think it was on the Jeremy Vine show when he did it uh, few, uh, about six months ago when this was first mooted. And he turned around and said, oh, so, yeah, this European bloke came on and said, oh, yes, and that means that the, the men, your men's insurance will come down. No, it and of won't. Of course, yeah, right, ev- right. everybody in the UK was going, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, of course it will. Um, so, of course, you know, surprise, surprise, it's women's um, insurance that's going up. There you go. Do you know the thing I love about being here on it? <laughs> well, we're not opinionated. Uh, Andy and me just basically mess about and and about three times a show you were so there's a voice of reason I know insanity, and sensibleness you wanna, just cuts through for a couple of minutes you want to be in here when Caro's in here it's even worse <laughs> oh, well, she keeps telling us off I know she does we can't see if you're, if you're not here I have to take your role as well so I have to be two-hatted oh dear she, she, she is quite uh, polarised though because uh, you were going to say something else, else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. agree with B what was yeah. it going to be Andy <laughs> she, she'll tell Beautiful. us off and then all of a sudden she'll go into politics and, and let everyone know her opinion and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway let's have a listen to Simon Gompez which is a, f- a nice name because he's uh, he's going to talk to us about this insurance thing It's always been a key factor in deciding the price of insurance, whether it's a man or a woman at the wheel. Now that's having to stop, and young drivers are affected most. Abby has just started her lessons. Terry has just passed his test. They're both 17, both at college with the same instructor, yet under the old system, he'd have to pay £1,000 a year more because young men have more accidents. After a European court ruling on a complaint from a Belgian consumer group, different male and female prices for cover have been banned, which has heated up the old debate over who drives best. Boys are the ones who are, who are more reckless on the road. They think that they're invincible going out on the road, and it backfires on them because they lose control of a car. Women are naturally more cautious, especially when in control of a vehicle. I don't necessarily agree with that because I have friends that are less confident and they're, they're all, f- like, female, but I'm more confident on the road, so I feel like I'm uh, a better driver than they are. Is it fair that female, young female drivers like Abby are now going to have to pay 40% more uh, when it's proven that they're safer drivers and have less accidents? Yes, I think it is much fair. I don't yes. think so. So how big is the change? Young women like Abby are faced with increases of as much as 38% in the costs of insurance. It's not all bad. Some young men get a reduction, but of only around 8%. And this is in spite of the fact that young men are twice as likely to have a serious accident than women of a similar age. The impact could be on anyone buying insurance who has to answer that question, are you male or female, before getting a price. So... It's not just young women drivers who lose out. 
Women will pay more for life assurance and some men will get smaller pensions. Insurers don't deny it could all mean more income this Christmas for them. The more that the things like gender get taken out of uh, insurers' ability to use to price risk, um, the more uncertain it will be and there may be an impact on premiums overall as insurers try to deal with that uncertainty. With cars, insurers will have to rely more heavily on your job, age and the type of vehicle to set the price. Simon Gompertz, BBC News. Thank you very much indeed, Simon. So that, that's interesting, all that stuff, isn't it? It's interesting, but it's wrong. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, but it's wrong. That's my position, even though I'm sat, sat down and facing forward as well. What, what is your position on this? Well, you're sat down and you facing s- sideways. I am, yeah. <laughs> if you were being cynical, you might say the what? insurance company are trying to make some money, but they have some of them have brought some premiums down and, and put the women's up. But I think I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? It's an, is it political correctness gone mad? I mean, if you're an insurance company, it has to be based on risk, surely. Well, yeah, it is all about risk, isn't it? But they they can also um, they can mask the risk by yeah. just making a sub- that we assume that therefore we accept the fact that blokes are going to get charged, um, that, you know, the same as women now because it's right. But actually, is it right? I don't know. No, no. I mean, really, all they're going to do, <clears throat> and all really they should do if they're doing the job properly, is is turn around and put it on the. Uh, they're going to turn around. Oh, we're not going to ask you if you're male or female. We just know that you're uh, Mr. Andy Clark. Mm, that sounds like a bloke, doesn't it? Therefore. Job done. Job done. We're going to be going to the news very shortly in about 10 seconds, and then we'll be back after the news. Paul's going to play his new single, and then he's going to talk about the charity TKOE, and we're going to speak to Jill as well. We're going to give her a call. Or even um, Joe. Joe, sorry. If Jill's not available. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, so we're going to go to the news now, guys, and we'll be back very shortly on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Lady Caro of Kings North. Right, Lady Caro. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, Andy. How are you? Yeah, you sound very good today. You've got a cold. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, lovely. Right then, Paul, it's time for your bit on the show now. Ooh. So. Tell us all about this new single, this single that's going to be on iTunes later on, um, and probably in January time. What's it all about, mate? So, yes, as you know, well, I think, you know, when I first started coming in, we'd done our new, Monkey Face had done the new CD, and and one of the tracks on it, we'd we'd ventured out a bit and done a bit of a slower track, and um, I suppose about, probably about four months ago, maybe, I thought, do you know what, I was listening to um, um, a relation of mine who works... and does some voluntary work for the knock-on effect a charity and during my conversation with her she she was talking about this amazing person um rosie kilburn and i thought about this and I, later on i was thinking a song would fit quite well so we decided to get in contact with the knock-on effect just to see whether they would be interested and, and to offer the song up so hopefully we'll hear from um, either joe or chris in soon when we when we phone them but uh, so about three weeks ago we went back into um tower studios in Pershaw uh, with the incredibly talented dave draper who you know andy yeah he's a good guy he's a good guy um but more importantly as well as being a good guy he's a he's a genius when it comes to the electronics and the mixing and the recording and all that stuff so um so we've taken one of our own songs and we've we've given it a bit of a softer feel and a bit of orchestration and some other bits and pieces and uh 
all being well, when the artwork and the other bits and pieces are finished, we will release it um, through Amazon, iTunes, and various other places. Um, and all the all the profits and all the money from that will go to the Knock On Effect, which is a wonderful charity. Fantastic! That is absolutely so. Seven FM have got the world exclusive play of this. It's not uh-huh. been heard anybody else yet. It's not released yet. No. Nope. So apart from me playing it to a couple of friends and family, saying, "What do you reckon?" Uh, this is it. This is this is the premiere. Excellent. We'll play it now, I think. Excellent. The time has come. I love you cause you're
Wow. That so, is fantastic. That sounds Thank like, you. That sounds like goose... Things oh, spine they, stuff. it's happening oh. again, like when you played it in the studio <laughs> that time live. Good. I'm glad. Glad you like it. Yeah, that is awesome, mate. That is awesome. Thank you. That is absolutely fantastic. And we, we've got on the line now, we've got, I believe, Joe. Hello. Hello, Joe. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Did you hear that fantastic rendition of You're Amazing from Paul? Yeah, I, I did. It brings a lump to your throat, though, doesn't oh, it? Oh, tell me about it. Absolutely. Um, so, you're, you're involved with the TKOE charity? That's, that's right. Rosie, um, my daughter, set it up and we've carried on since she died last year. Wow. Wow. So, can you, can you give us a little bit more information about um, what, why, why you started this up? Yeah, um, Rosie was diagnosed with uh, liver cancer when she was just 16 and after a year of treatment um, she decided that she wanted to do something very positive so she, uh, one of the things that she'd been concerned about was that she'd got a lot of help when she was diagnosed but she was more worried about uh, how her friends and family were feeling so she set up the knock-on effect which is a fundraising business that raises money for charities that support family and friends of people who are affected by uh, people they know with cancer or other life-limiting illnesses and she had an art auction to raise money back in 2009 to set the business up uh, and it went from there that's 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 uh, a, a, an amazing thing to do uh, in that mm -hmm. time um and, and paul has, has come along with his with his song yeah um, hi joe it's paul hi here paul. <laughs> he's, he's here as well <laughs> yeah well i should say so uh, when did we meet um probably uh, i can't remember we met a couple of months ago didn't yeah, we, Joe? We really did, but yeah. uh, and it's one of those things it's one of those stories as we said at the time that uh, you know i came away having met uh, joe and chris feeling fairly humble as, as probably most people would but uh, you know it was such a great cause it was it was a bit of a sort of no-brainer for us really in terms of getting involved and uh, it's th th the more i've read read about it you've got some great supporters as well joe haven't you Do lots of people doing lots of different things you still there joe yeah i am you've gone very quiet though oh <laughs> have we, have we, hang on, let me just turn him up a little bit can, Can you hear him better now? Yeah, that's uh -huh, better. <coughs> you, you probably didn't hear anything I said. Then. <laughs> 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 um, well, maybe the, a good thing to do is maybe um, point a few people at the website as well. That's probably quite a good thing. So you've got a website set up. What's the address for that? Yeah, um, it's www.thenockoneffect.co.uk and on that website you can find out more about Rosie and The Knock On Effect. Uh, you can buy lots of lovely things because uh, she set up the business to sell uh, T-shirts, there's jewellery made of dominoes, tea towels, bags, that sort of thing. Uh, you can get a link to the blog because there's a blog that Rosie started and we've carried it on. And there's also a, a link to donate. And we're raising money for four charities this year. We've had a £20,000 challenge in honour of Rosie's 20th birthday. So we're raising money for the Little Princess Trust the Willow Foundation, uh, the Young Persons Unit at Birmingham QE Hospital, and the Forget Me Not Trust. That is that is that is amazing. That that's absolutely fantastic work you're doing there. So, and some of the proceeds from the song, Paul, because um, you're going to put it on iTunes, aren't you, as well? Yeah. So, um, well, Joe and I, we, we need to <laughs> we need to have a meeting to to follow this up at some point. But uh, yeah, the idea is that um, now it's now it's kind of ready for for release. We'll um, we'll put it up on iTunes, Amazon's, and there's a, a very various other options we can do. We might sell some hard copy CDs. I think Joe might we if we uh, <laughs> if yeah we'll see. we can um, get it organised. Yeah. So yeah, as so, soon as we get that sorted out, there'll be up for sale and uh, download and yeah we're so uh, i think 
I'm sure Amazon's and Amazon and iTunes take their bit, but apart from that, uh, everything everything's going into the ch- straight into the charity. So it's great. It's great to be of uh, to have it, and it's nice for me to have a, written a song that is actually you know going to be used for something useful. It's uncanny <laughs> that it just fits in with the with the whole piece around you know the charity, doesn't it? Yeah, and I, I well, Joe can speak for herself, but that that was something that you said to me, wasn't it, Joe, when we first originally sent the, sent the song through that you felt it captured quite well already. Um, you know, yeah, the essence of the yeah, charity. Yeah, that, 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 that's right. I mean, Ro- Rosie, um, she meant a lot to a, a lot of people, so the, the song itself and the, and the lyrics fit very well with Rosie, but her whole thing was about how uh, when people get cancer, there's a whole knock-on effect to other people. Uh, and it, it's just been brilliant the way um, the thing that she set up has just pulled in more and more people who are just eager to do their bit for it, so it all fits really well. Absolutely brilliant. Okay, well, we're going to we're going to help promote this as well on Seven FM, both the single and the charity as well, and we'll see if we can put some stuff together over the coming weeks to um, to help you uh, in any way we can with that. Brilliant, so, brilliant. If you'd like to be part of that, it'd be great. Um, okay, well, um, just like to say thank you very much for taking the time this morning for speaking to us about the charity. Um, I'm not going to thank Paul because <laughs> oh, he wasn't doing anything will, today though. yeah of course you will of course you will he wasn't doing anything today anyway he indulges apparently. me and let me come into the studio every now and again <laughs> absolutely brilliant so it's been really fantastic just give us that website again uh, Joe. yeah it's www.thenockoneffect.co.uk brilliant thank you very much for taking the time this morning speak thank to you, you soon bye Joe. bye cheers bye bye what a fantastic lady uh, that is just, it, honestly that is Shocking, yeah. isn't it? Really, yeah. how, how, you know. It's but also, what a fantastic charity! Because oh, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> granted, there is a lot of stuff out there for for the actual victims of um, you know people who are ill, but it's there's not that many out there that think about the, those affected on just just like on the periphery um, who have to deal with them immediate effects. So that is absolutely fantastic. It does. And it's also, I think, one of the big things that struck me. I mean, I, I didn't know Rosie, but um, to have that sort of courage and drive and determination to turn something that's obviously a very negative thing into something very positive, and mm. and that spirit definitely lives on. As I said, to meet uh, uh, Joe and her husband Chris have, is, was a, was a great experience. They're they're, they're taking it forward and. Uh, like they say, an aim to try and raise twenty thousand this year for those charities. So yeah, stuff for sale on the, be on nice. the website. So cool. yeah, it's all good stuff. Do you reckon we could put that in our playlist? Well, it's following Christmas and stuff. What the cool. the, the the single? Yeah, I'll, yeah, we'll That'd do that. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's there. Nice. It's on there. It's in local bands. We've got a local bands directory. Excellent. Thanks to the suggestion of Sean Jarrett, actually. Yeah, well, so wrong. we've now put a, a local bands directory, and it, you are in there. Excellent. You're the only band in there at the moment. <laughs> cool. That ca- captive audience and EMF. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they collected. Yeah, mm. um, it doesn't really seem right to play a song now after that, to be honest, because that's quite an emotional uh, subject to talk about. Um, but as you say, it's a very positive thing now. So you know, we should focus Absolutely. on that. So we will play a song now. Uh, this is uh, Ollie Mers. And uh, it's featuring Flow Rider, and it's uh, troublemaking. Make a trouble, oh. make a. Uh, you ain't nothing but a troublemaker, girl. You had me hooked again from the minute you sat down. The way you got your lip, got my head spinning around. After a drink or two, I was in your hands. I don't know if I had the chance to stay. Your middle name Oh, I know you're no good But you're stuck in my brain And I wanna know Why does it feel so good But hurt so bad My mind keeps saying Run as fast as you can I say I'm done But then you pull me back I swear you're giving me A heart attack Troublemaker 
on my mind I see a silhouette Every time I close my eyes There must be poison In those negatives of yours I keep coming back again for more Trouble, trouble Make it, yeah, that's your middle name I know you know good But you're stuck in my brain And I wanna know Show with me, Andy Clark, Barry Kirby, and Paul Allcock back after the ad break. Seven FM is a non-for-profit community radio station which is self-funding and relies on advertising revenue and grants. If you have a local business and would like to take advantage of our extremely competitive advert rates, then email sales at seven fm.com. Or call us on 01452-348-551. That's 01452-348-551. We can get your advert on the air within 24 hours. This is ideal for those last-minute sales bargains. So contact us today at 7FM. One last cigarette before bed. And while you're enjoying it, just remember that more people die in house fires caused by cigarettes than anything else. So make sure you put it out, right out, before you go to sleep. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Sleep tight. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. You're back with me, Paul, and Barrington. And Barry... Uh, he's going to read some stuff out in a bit. Before he does that, Paul's going to read some stuff out, Paul? I am, yeah. So we're going to have a few more of these top ten Christmas health risks. Yeah. So number five. I should hear that in a comedy voice. Yeah. This week's number five, up three from 2012. Is that a comedy voice? 2011, no, that's my normal voice. Okay. Okay, so keep an eye on the kids. 
Christmas offers a whole variety of choking hazards from Christmas tree bulbs to decorations. Make sure your presents are appropriate for the age and watch out for small items that can be swallowed by toddlers. So that's not the cat then that we talked about, is it really? No. Yeah, okay. Um, I couldn't eat another. I'm turning into Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's face it, most of us will eat too much over Christmas. That's not a problem if it's a one-off. But two out of three adults are overweight or obese. That's just in this studio. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not too Let's just beat him up. Out, 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 leave me alone. Um, the Brit- in our serious note, the British Heart Foundation says Christmas lunch can provide more calories than are needed in an entire day. That oh. is true, though, isn't it? I mean, like, that's way going ridiculously mad. In it, Lester. And then two in hours it. later, because it takes you three hours to get for your lunch, two hours later, what do we want for tea then? Yeah. Yeah. Turkey. Cold turkey. <laughs> yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Okay, and number seven, hick. This won't apply to us. No. Whereas eating too much will simply harm your own waistline, excess alcohol can ruin the lives of others too. The salts, many fueled by alcohol and drink driving, both rise over Christmas and the New Year. There's also a rise in alcohol poisoning. So I guess the message is, you know, enjoy yourself, have a bit of fun, but yeah. don't go overdo um, it, don't um, go um, silly. With that drink driving thing, don't forget the morning after as well. The yes, um, indeed, Gloucestershire yeah. police in particular oh, yeah. are cracking down on that yeah. morning after drink driving. Yep. So just because you feel alright um, on that little old breathalyzer jobby, you'll still go red. Indeed. Stay in bed. It could go bang, and when it goes bang, your licence goes rip. That's true. Well, it doesn't know because it's plastic, isn't it? So Mine isn't. Oh, you've got a paper one? Got a paper you're one. not allowed to have a paper one. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, you, I, you, only if you no. make... Oh, dear. <laughs> PC <laughs> Lucy K, can yeah. you uh, just pop down PC the studio? PC Lucy... Oh, wait, no. Come and arrest the bloke from the barge place. Can you, re- <laughs> can you rewind? You don't need a licence from a barge. Sorry, that's what I was on about. My oh, barge your license. barge licence. Right, oh, okay. you're about a car. <laughs> We're talking about a licence for my pet fish, Eric. How do you know my name's Eric? <laughs> okay, well, it, I think we're playing Christmassy songs. It's, it's just a Christmassy feel because we're not that far off Christmas. Do, um, we've, do we, we'll do some weather in a set, but we'll do the waitresses. Well, we, we'll play the waitresses <laughs> we'll first. The waitresses. Shut up. We'll play the waitresses. <laughs> they bring in the baking butters we asked for earlier. Oh, that'd be nice. Bail you know? a link, bail a link. Bail a link, bail a link. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So this was covered by uh, the Spice Girls. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't a very good cover, was it? I don't know what the song is yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> see, do, do, do you not remember? It goes like this. It starts off with a bit of jingle jangle. And it goes into some sort of guitar. Well, that's a piano. I'll bring that out of the frame. Oh, Paul. This is a great song for Christmas. Let's get dancing around the studio. Again. Here we go. Christmas wrapping on 7FM. Frozen landscape, chill this room. 
come again Would have been good to go for lunch Couldn't agree, we're both free We tried, we said we'd keep in touch And of course, till summertime Out to the beach to his boat Could I join him? No, this time it was me Sunburn in the third degree Now the calendar's just one page Of course I am excited Tonight's the night I've set my mind I've been doing a bunch about it Waitresses, Christmas wrapping. Have you done your Christmas wrapping yet? Yes, I have. Have you? Yeah, no, all done. You're all done, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm all done as well. Yeah, I'm all done. Okay. I just realised I'm done. I've, I've got nothing else to do. You're not a real bloke if you're not going shopping today or tomorrow or Christmas Eve or oh. whatever. <laughs> or oh. Christmas, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Boxing still, Day. Amanda's still got a lot of wrapping to do, but um, um, I'm oh, all right. I've done she, mine. Yeah. Hang on, do, do you know that she has? Oh, yeah, because she's, she's got to wrap all the kids' presents. Oh, really? How you, how you, oh, all the, what do you mean she's got it? Isn't that something that you're going to do then? No, why no. do I want to do that? That's, that's a woman's work. 
I wrote the presents to her. That, 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 that's me done. I did see a funny picture that someone put up of his wife wrapping her own Christmas presents whilst blindfolded. <laughs> oh, <what a> good <laughs> idea. That's that is genius. a fantastic idea. Well, what we should do, we talked about it earlier, we talked about the weather. We probably should do a little bit of weather now, I think, to be honest, on 7FM. So we'll start off with the, the South West, is where we live. So, today's weather. Dull and wet for many with heavy and persistent rain expected through the morning, leading to a risk of localised flooding. Outbreaks of rain continuing throughout the afternoon and heavy at times. Windy and mild. Uh, it's going well, to be windy and mild. That's a bizarre thing. And tonight, outbreaks of rain continuing through the evening. Again, heavy at times. Overnight, the rain should become lighter, but it's le- li- less likely to persist. It's going to be breezy. That's your weather on 7FM. Bah! Hello. Should we do a bit of travel now? Let's do a bit of travel. Because we're just flying by the seat of our pants. Because in four minutes' time... I'm going to be playing a beat song and then talking to Rankin Roger. Wow, there you go. Yeah, indeed. So, okay, bye. Here goes. Traffic and travel with Barry Kirby on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show on Seven FM. Obviously, around the county with the uh, with, with the flooding going on, you need to be careful about where you're driving, particularly if you're on Feely Lane in Uli. Uli, whatever. Uli. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> both ways between the four zero six six, the street, and Alpen. Um, it is closed in both directions b- between the uh, the street junction and the Alpen junction because of a landslip. Uh, Green Lane in Hookercote, Gloucester, both ways at Kingscroft Road. Kingscroft Road. I need to put my teeth in this morning. Yeah. Um, that is also blocked in both directions near the Kingscroft Road junction because of flooding. In um, in Cheltenham, Cheltenham Town Centre, both ways at St James's Street. That is busy but moving around the St James's Street junction. Looking at the uh, at the departure boards at Gloucester Railway. Oh, oh Gloucester Brighton. Railway. Oh, you my... I've been thinking about other stuff, wouldn't I? I didn't cute. even think about Gloucester Railway. Cue to play. Thank you. Okay, if you're um, expecting the departure of the 922 to Cardiff Central, that is not leaving until 944 because it's 22 minutes late. And the 937 to Great Morven is also six minutes late. Um, we haven't got to the docks yet. <laughs> that wasn't the docks jingle. Well, I don't know. You want to see what he says about you when you're not here? Um... If you're looking at the uh, arrivals into Gloucester Station, the Nottingham, the 920 in, coming in from Nottingham... What? Yeah, <laughs> one of that. He's, he's 23 minutes late. He's not getting in until essentially quarter, uh, quarter to ten. Tomorrow. Uh, the 9.33 in from Warminster isn't getting in until 9.42. Apart from that, everything else is running on time. And if you know of anything else that I should be um, highlighting here, get in touch with us here at 7FM. It's your traffic and travel. Now some new teeth. Where'd you get them from? I don't know, but this um, I, I found them on, on the uh, on the street. Let's give them back to the dog tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I should do really. <laughs> oh, we've had a laugh today, haven't we? Yeah, we have. <clears throat> and we've also got a bit of a celebration because we've hit our record on the number of streams for the Seven Breakfast Show. We're not going to tell you what they are, but we've hit a record, so that is great for us. It's it, probably because um, it's Barry's here. here. Oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, because well, Paul's here. True story. That's what? it. <laughs> All right, follow that. Let's go now. <laughs> yeah, we just put, we just flick the switch. Switch it off now. Yeah. yeah. Switch it off. So uh, it's it's. Oh, I'm so excited. It's two minutes to go until I'm going to be talking to Rankin Roger from the Beat. Wow. Great. I wonder if he might answer his phone. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? If I especially you don't know what's planning. Just, what, what are you going to do with that? Uh, let's just check the phone's working. What's that noise? That's one of your favourite noises ever, isn't it? It is, actually. It's dialing tone. I know you and your phones. Yeah, exactly. Now, everybody knows about him and his phones. Yeah. And he tells oh, everyone. I do. Work, we used to work for BT. Did you know I used to work for BT? Yeah. Did you? Nice little girl. Oh, you kept that quiet. From BT will be 9, 32, and 50 seconds. Beep. 
Beep. Beep. Look at that. AR clocks are accurate. <laughs> of course, they won't be by the time you hear this because it's <laughs> 40, 40 seconds, seconds out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be longer, actually, with your buff- if you're buffering. Have you or, been buffered? No, but if you're on listen again, don't take no notice of that. Exactly, because <laughs> yeah, it could be any time. It yeah. could be crazy. So... Oh, it's just under a minute, guys. Could be next year, I'm, I am. I the, the thing is, I've spoke. I've spoken to some really high-profile guys in the last few weeks. Um, Jules Holland, he was fantastic. Oh, that was a great interview. Yeah, um, Graham Goldman from Ten CC. Did you hear that one? Um, that was a great interview as well. <laughs> Thank you. Which means no. <laughs> uh, Derry, Derry from EMF last weekend. What a nice chap he is. I t- I, and you spoke to uh, Bon Jovi as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. spoke did, to did um, John Bon Jovi. I never really. Freddie Mercury. I spoke to Dave. No, he's dead. Eddie yeah, you did a seance. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, Dave Bon Jovi from down the chip shop. He's, um, <laughs> he's a lovely bloke. Um, <clears throat> so, we're uh, we're not going to be speaking much between now and uh, 10 o'clock, actually. We'll probably say goodbye just at the end. But What's, uh, what's that cheering? cheering. <laughs> it's Quedgley. The whole of Quedgley is cheering. So, what we're going to do is we're going to play one of the Beats' best-known song, actually. Um, this is one that they released, I think, in 19-something... Anyway, um, this is it. And then what we're going to do is we're going to ring him straight off the back of the song. Wow. So, here we go. This is Hands Off She's Mine by The Beat. We'll be talking to Rankin Roger straight afterwards.
Is that Rankin Roger? Yes, it is. Hello, sir. This is Andy Clark from 7FM. Have you got a few minutes to talk to us? I have indeed, yes. You are vocalist and inspiration behind the beat. Indeed, yes. Indeed. Well, oh. partially. I mean, we. I think all the original members of the beat inspired it in their own way, which is the magic of it. It says actually on your website, formed in the working class suburbs of industrial Birmingham in England in 1978, the beat arose at a time of high unemployment and social upheaval. From the outset, the band offered messages of hope and peace with an insight into socio-political topics that would later, alongside uh, the specials, see them heralded as forerunners of the whole two-tone and ska movement. And I grew up with that. I mean, what a fantastic era it was, wasn't it? It was, but it was a, a very dangerous and, and sad time, too. You know, there was a lot of unemployment yes. and racism, and there were, there were a lot of differences. I mean, we have differences today, but they were, they were a lot more severe then than they are now, you know. Um, and there were a lot of uh, rallying and getting people together. I mean, I, I remember it. Obviously, being a kid, I was... I left school in 1982, so, you know, I grew up with, with Scar, um, with, with that type of music. But, and obviously, as a kid, I probably didn't see the side that you guys were writing about. We just liked the music, you know, the lyrics yeah. probably were actually secondary, but that's why you write songs, isn't it? It's about the lyrics and the music together. Well, it, it is. I mean, we, we came out of, if you like, Paul's Punk. Where a lot of the the mu- a lot of the lyrics in the music were about the way you know the people's experiences and the way they were living at that time, mm. and we just followed the same route, I guess. Except we, you know, we just kind of changed. You know, we had different music around it, and I guess we had a couple of pop songs which really helped too. But your first hit was it wasn't Tears of a Clown, was it? It was. It was. It was, it was. It was Tears of a Clown. Yes. Tears of a Clown and ranking full stop as a double A side. But the one I remember is Best Friend and Can't Get Used to Losing You. I remember those songs really well. Yeah. What drove Best Friend? Can you remember? Well, what drove it? Yeah. What drove the? the can you remember what drove the song? The, the lyrics behind that. Well, it was. I mean, obviously, it was. Um, it, it was a tune that was written on the Isle of Wight, and this was before the beat actually started. Dave Wakeling and Andy Cox oh, um, yeah. were on the Isle of Wight making solar panels one summer, <laughs> and Fantastic. Best Friend and Save It for Later were the first two tunes that came along. And you know, they were just messing around on the beach, playing guitars, and you know, those are the tunes they came up with and found the bass player, David Steele, and then came back to Birmingham where they met Everett. Um, the, the bass player found Everett, and, and then um, they approached me. I was in a punk band at the time because I was one of Birmingham's only, you know, black punks, if you like. And um, I was a drummer of a punk band, and and they asked if, if they could open up for us because we were doing a gig. It was our first gig ever, and, you know, they opened up for us and blew us off, and I soon joined them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I got involved with the beat. Um, and, you know, I used to bring crowds to them. And obviously I was their front man. You used to yeah. get the crowd going. And I became their M- MC and, and vocalist alongside Dave Wakeling. So, you know, it was kind of... Uh, I was lucky and it was chance and just being in the right place at the right time and, and taking a chance of, you know, daring to be different. Daring yeah. to be different. That is our radio strapline. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? Because Brilliant. Yeah, it helps, and it, ma- it does make you stand out from the rest, and I suppose, to this day, 
the beat stands out from the rest. Out of all the, the other bands which were which were on Tucson, I mean, we had one single on Tucson, then we got off as yeah. quick as we got on because we wanted to go and do our own thing and we didn't want to be classed as a ska band. We wanted to be known as a dance band. So yeah. we went off and started experimenting with different types of music and daring to be different. And yeah, it worked. It's it's what m- made us stand out from, you know, other bands like Madness, the Selector, the Specials. You know, we, we stand out in our own right, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, we didn't try to follow fashion. We we did our own thing. Exactly. You were leaders in that. I remember I was at school and in Gloucester Cathedral, I remember we were doing a, one of these orchestral things and I paid the drummer £2... This is in yeah. probably 1980, so that when At the Name of Jesus started, he had to play the beginning bit to mirror in the bathroom on the drums, and he did it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the headmaster was not impressed. You were known as the English beat in America for some reason. Yeah, that's right, because um, obviously we'd had a hit in England, and we did our first album and did Europe and... That was all good. Then we came back and did another tour of England, and somebody said, well, isn't it about time you guys went to America? <laughs> and we weren't really interested in America, really. I mean, I always wanted to see it, but I was in no real hurry to get there because I knew there was a, a lot of bad as well as good there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so I was a bit hesitant. I mean, my first trip of America wasn't the best, but then I got used to it over the years, and in the end really got to enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Um, because I knew where to go and the place, the kind of places to go, so I knew where I could, you know, not see all the misery and the crap that goes on. You know, um, w- we wanted to go to America, and um, someone made us aware that there was a band in America called The Beast, and we're like, what? <laughs> Another <Yeah>. one? <laughs> and uh, That's right, and that they were a rock band, like a pop rock band, and so our lawyers spoke to their lawyers and came up with a deal that they would be called Paul Collins Beat and that and we decided we would be called the English Beat and they kind of you know both both parties agreed and therefore we became the English Beat in America and that was just um, in America you were known as the English Beat was it wasn't in the UK just was, the beat that was wasn't just it just in America that yeah. was obviously we were the same it was the same album that was coming out but just under a slightly different etch to the name you know yeah um but it was the same album released in america and england you know usually in england maybe a month or two before america you know that kind of thing yeah. um it, we got to it, in australia we were known as the british beast oh really i don't know why that was i mean <laughs> i don't know it's like um so the english beast and the beast are the same band so. they are the same band yeah. excellent it says it says here that you reformed in 2003 but Dave Wakeling's now headed off to the US. Do you keep in touch with him at all? Not really. I mean, we do through, um, you know, my manager kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't really have any one-on-one uh, chats with him kind of thing. But, you know, we do talk about stuff because, you know, after the beat we had general public. And so, you know, we, we have to talk about the old general public stuff because... All that, all the back catalogs going to come out next year. And oh, brilliant! All the, all the, you know, the old beat catalogs coming out at the moment. So we have to talk about that too. Excellent. Yeah. We've we've had a few different sort of celebrities on. Actually, Klaus, you as a celebrity because you are, aren't you? Well, you are to me anyway. The, you might see me as one, but you know, for me, I, I just I'm pretty normal. I mean, people will say you you're really boring. You are, Roger. <laughs> you're supposed to be diva-ish and blah 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 and. 
but I, you know, I, I'm very, I'm very normal and very natural. You know, if I can put it that way, you know. Fair play. Although I love my gadgets, I'm very natural at the end of the day. Brilliant. Yeah. What do you think of X Factor? I think it's awful. <laughs> and also, uh, the reason why I think it's awful is because they're handpicked, um, and not only that, the, the you know the the way they nurture the acts to do things the way they want them to, to be done. Uh, I think it's important for an artist to have artistic freedom. That's first and foremost. And I, and I think that it can spoil um, a lot of people's careers. Definitely. And once you've been on X Factor, then somehow it seems like, in our underground anyway, in, in our kind of rock and roll world or whatever it is, in the real music business, if you like, it's seen as uncool. So... I wouldn't, you know, I, I, I would say um, keep away from the X Factor and, yeah. you know, go and form a band and go out there and do it live, man, the old-fashioned way. Yeah. And if you're any good, people will pay attention and they will keep coming. And it's important to get yourself out there and, you know, how do you get a record deal nowadays when all the record companies are finding it hard to get hits and things like that? Yeah. Um, you know, well, you have to find ways of doing it yourself and... If, if a record company can see you helping yourself, you know, you're doing it yourself and you're doing well at gigs, they yeah. usually come in and start backing you anyway. So you've got to help yourself first one way or other, you know. And it's, it's, it's undoubtedly going to give you more control over what you do, so they're not dictating to you what you're doing and when you're doing it, are you? If you're leading them, they've exactly. got to fall in line with you. They play along with you, yes. And, yeah. that, and it works for a better thing, you know. I mean, always, you know, with the beat and, and our record companies... We always had mutual agreements with them, which was great because it meant that we worked together and we got the best that way, you know. Um, so that's the best way to do it in the long run, is to do it together. Um, but, you know, the artistic control, the artist should have the final say of which mix goes out or, you know, which version of what tune goes out. Um, that's important because... Um, in my experience, a record company person can walk away from that tune three months later, but the artist has to live with it for the rest of his life. And if there's a mistake in that tune and you've let, you've let it go out and it's out there, 20 years later you'll hear that tune, that bit will come and you'll still cringe, <laughs> believe me. So, it, you know, it's important. You know, the small things and details and... Things like X Factor don't give you the artistic control. Yeah, it's more entertainment, isn't it? Really, for it's an entertainment yeah, it show, is. isn't it? Really, it's, it's like, like karaoke. Yeah, it's karaoke <laughs> um, on telly. <laughs> but I mean, you know, saying that, I have seen some brilliant talent on the X Factor. Mm. It's just a shame that it's so controlled because that takes away from the spirit and the soul of the real artists. You know, which sometimes I'd like to see. You know, they'd probably go further if they. There was a show like X Factor which gave people the chance to really show their true self, you know. I was talking actually with Jules Holland and he was yeah. saying Squeeze got to number two back in 1970-something um, yeah, with Cool for Cats. Yeah. yeah, it was, wasn't it? They sold something like half a million copies to get to just number two, but nowadays you can sell something like 20,000 downloads to get to number one. What, what do you think of the music industry really now? It's so much harder for acts because 
number one, that there aren't as many record companies as there were. They've all merged together and become big multinational things. Um, so, you know, an indie record label like, say, Stiff Records or even Two Tone Records, for instance, would have given, uh, you know, you would have stood more of a chance getting a record deal with them and it wasn't about making money it was just to get your name out there and then a bigger record label would then pick you up you know but um the way it's gone you know uh, and people blame downloads really but i uh, i don't think it's because people were downloading free music i think it's be just because technology's changed and there are so many different ways to um you know to so many different formats to get the music on and that's that's what's happened, you know. Mm. Um, and it seems like the the best place to make money in the music business now, at the moment, is seems to be if you can get your your music into movies, you can get really good money for that. Um, but I mean, for a new band starting out and trying to get out there, it's really difficult because it's all right me on one level saying all right you've got to be self-help and you've got to show them you you know and people are out there doing that you know yeah. you've got to have something about you you anyway you you got to have hits you got to have tunes that when if a record company person hears that tune he smells money and yeah. that's what it's all about <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh, kind of you can be called your music can be called and it can be underground but there's got to be something commercial about it hook lines or melodies or something that keeps the crowds coming or keeps these industry people interested yeah. um because you have to be different as well definitely um but it's so it, it's difficult i mean nobody knows really where to turn uh, you know my suggestion is because i know it works is to go out there and do it yourself live and make your own records in your own you can buy you know it used to cost a hundred thousand, maybe two hundred thousand pounds if you're a big, big band to make an album. Yeah. You can make an album for about two grand now, maybe three. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, it sounds like a lot of money, but if you go out and buy yourself a Macintosh and go and buy Logic, Logic Pro, Pro. yeah, I yeah. got that, yeah, and you can, and you get loads of sounds free with that, yeah. and you can make records, man, yeah. a proper sounding digital things with no hiss and scratching and if you can get the right combination you can get out there and make something of it you know definitely um but again you you gotta have the right publicity machine behind you and this is where record companies big record companies come in because they've got that kind of money to put into the publicity and and if you can that is what's going to make help your record to sell so difficult it really is uh, you can do all that and still nobody may pay any attention um so we leave it's changed and we're all waiting you know so i think it's gonna it's gonna a lot of it's gonna happen from people selling it themselves on their own websites well that's what um, lily allen did wouldn't it that's how she started i think on youtube wouldn't it or something like that i believe that's right yeah initially but then obviously um she then had a big record company to give her all the publicity after yeah. she'd done that. And that just, you know... <laughs> that, <just laughs> that does help. Which is great, yeah. And, and, you know, obviously, that is the key to it. It is the publicity and everyone knowing you're out there, but then having a chance to be played on the radio as well, if you could you know if you're good enough what, what yeah. do you what yeah. do you think of um stuff like facebook twitter 
all this sort of stuff, uh, the media products, do they have a place for what you're doing, or what do you think? Do well, you use of course Twitter? they do. Yeah? Um, obviously. I mean, I, 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 you know, I am on Twitter, but I don't really bother with Facebook, although I should, really. Um, and I rank in junior, my son does. He's, yeah. he's always on there. But <laughs> the thing is, I think it gets too much in the way of my life. <laughs> yeah. So I just haven't got the time to do it because I'm too busy thinking about music or business or something else. But... I think it's important because, you know, you can you can get someone to a gig in, you know, you can get 300 people to a gig by pulling a little advert on your Facebook and people, oh, I didn't know that, great, and they pass the message on and it goes viral. Things yeah. can happen quickly through Facebook. Um, but I think that it, they, it can delve too much into your private life and therefore, you know, once I'm off stage... Uh, you know, when I'm at home or whatever, I go I go into my private life and I don't want to be part of the media and all that business. I, I just go and live my life and, you know, be as natural as possible and forget about, you know, you out there you're supposed to be a pop star. Well, right here, I'm just me and no one else and don't you dare try and treat me like that, you know, because <laughs> I'm just normal like everyone else and Fantastic. I deserve to be treated that way. What would you be doing if you weren't entertaining and performing and being a musician? I mean, you said you like gadgets. Would you be doing yeah. something to do with that, do you reckon? Well, funnily enough, I've always said if it wasn't for music, I would have been in prison and I might have been. Um, <laughs> That's but, what Jules Holland said. He said exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, music saved me big time. And, you know, I kind of, I could, I could put my energies somewhere else instead of being mischievous, pull it that way. Yeah. And it went into music, and I was cheeky in music, and it was great because it worked, you know. Definitely. Um, and I can't really, you know, I can't really look back. I just have to look forward all the time. I don't look back. Um, but I really don't know what I would have been doing. Um, I don't know. I'm, uh, I wanted to be like a carpenter or, you know, a mechanic or something like that. Creative again, um, yeah. Yeah, creative again, you know, but I think... I hit the right note when I decided that I wanted to be either an actor or a musician, certainly in the entertainment industry. And I was quite sure about that from the time I was 13. But that's what I wanted to do. And, and I, I headed that way. And I left school the day I was 16, didn't take my exams, so I got no qualifications. And I took the risk. And I was in the right place at the right time. And somehow managed to get into the beat and get success and went all around the world and you know 33 years later or something i have to look at it and go well i must have done the right thing you know oh yeah it was so easy to have got you know when the riots were happening in birmingham and you know 77 and 78 it was so easy to have because I saw people doing it. It was so easy to have picked up a rock and thrown it at yep. a building or a policeman, but I didn't. I thought, no, I see this danger. I need to get out of here. This is not right, you know. It's not the right way, you know. Um, and so, you know, obviously I turned and I went another way and, I, as I say, I put my anger into music yeah. by protesting about it with the lyrics and by people like the women at Green and Common the miners, the yeah. unemployed, all those people who listen to things like Stand Down Margaret, you know. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. They, you know, they, it came home to them. That was the way I, you know, that was m me throwing my my stone, if you like. Yeah. At, 
the big system. Definitely. Interesting. Definitely. I mean, I'll tell you what, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. I could talk to you for ages. It's brilliant. <laughs> I, I think when you get to, because you're similar age to me, I think you're a slight, slightly bit older. Um, but I think when you get to our age, you turn into your parents, don't you? <laughs> I think that's what... In a way, <laughs> well, it's certainly, you, you, you know, if you're not wise by then, then yeah. you'll have to learn to anything. But we definitely become a lot more broad-minded about stuff. Definitely. And, um, yeah. You know, with the experiences of life, yeah. you just see things that... A different way to when you were 17 and 19 you know yeah indeed yeah. well i tell you what as i say honestly this has been really fantastic for me um Brilliant. thank you very much indeed i really appreciate My that pleasure. excellent you, take care nice one cheers bye cheers mate bye bye show we've got shawnee sean after the break uh it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me we'll see you next week it'll be just me and a guy called vince weatherly next week goodbye Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Across South Gloucester and around the world.